0: Good morning. Welcome to the Fundamental Hour. Today's message, we're going to look at several verses in the Bible, and each of these verses have something in common, and we're going to see what that is, and we'll give you a message. The Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 5, verse 6, it says, But the hand of the Lord was heavy upon them of Ashdod, and he destroyed them. So this verse tells us that God's hand was heavy upon somebody, meaning God was bringing judgment and punishment upon them. In 2 Samuel chapter 24 and verse 14, it says, And David said unto Gad, I am in a great strait. His mercies are great, and let me not fall into the hand of of man. So in this verse, we see here, it's talking about the hand of the Lord and the hand of man. And they want to be in God's hand, not in the hand of man, because they recognize God's hand to be a hand of mercy and for the hand of man to be um, a, a hand of, of punishment. The Bible says in First Corinthians, kings chapter 18 and verse 46 and the hand of the lord was on elijah and he girded up his loins and ran before ahab to the entrance of jezreel so in this verse the hand of the lord represents power and strength and prosperity as it was on the man elijah in ezra chapter 7 Verse 28, it says, And hath extended mercy unto me before the king and his counselors and before all the king's mighty princes. And I was strengthened as the hand of the Lord my God was upon me. So again, here, Ezra is talking about being strengthened by the hand of the Lord. And in Acts chapter 11, verse 21, The Bible says, and the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number believed and turned unto the Lord. So this is in the early church in Acts chapter 11, and the disciples were witnessing and preaching the truth, and the church was growing and multiplying, and the Bible says the hand of the Lord was with them. So because of God's hand being with them, They were successful. They were prospering in their purpose. The hand of the Lord or God's hand is a symbol in the Bible and it is often a symbol of power and strength. Power that can help and power that can also hurt. Power that can prosper and power that can diminish or punish power that can build or power that can destroy power that can cause great fear and trembling or power that can bring great rejoicing it is at the hand of God that we receive both a blessing and a curse One of my memory verses, Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 26. God says, Behold, I set before you this day a blessing and a curse. God is saying to His people, You can receive from My hand blessings, or you can receive from My hand curses. You can allow My hand to prosper you and be upon you, or you can allow My hand to destroy you As it is upon you. It is from God's hand that we are led, and it is from God's hand that we can be scattered. How often do we use the hand to represent in our own culture both love and care and also hatred? In cruelty. Someone could come to you and they extend their hand of friendship. We often shake hands with people. And when we shake hands with people, we're saying to them, I'm not here to hurt you. I'm here to be a help. I'm here for friendly reasons. When someone is hurt, it is typically, if we're going to care for them, we care for them with our hands. We touch people and we express love and affection with our hands. It is also with our hands that we ball up our fists and we bring pain. It is with our hands. Sometimes if you've ever seen someone lift their hand like this as if they're going to hit somebody or do this our hand is often either representing pain and punishment and anger or our hand is representing care and affection and attention and love sometimes our hands are used for direction we point go this way or Come over here or go away. But our hands represent love or destruction and our hands represent direction. Come, go. God's hand for the believer is a pointing hand leading the way. God's hand for the believer can be a protecting hand shielding us from harm and danger and destruction. God's hand for the believer can be a providing hand, a hand that brings plenty, a hand that prospers us, a hand from which we eat from, a hand that brings pleasure. And God's hand can be a punishing hand, a hand that brings judgment, a hand that brings His wrath, a hand that brings His correction, a hand that driveth us sometimes from His very presence because of our sin. So God's hand, again, can be a pointing hand, leading the way, a protecting hand, a providing hand, and a hand. I think that makes sense to you. Now I want to show you a great truth from Psalm 23. Psalm 23 is a probably one of the most well-known psalms, if not the most well-known psalm in all the Bible. And verse number one says this, it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. A shepherd has the job of protecting And providing for a flock. And we say God is my shepherd. And because God is my shepherd. I shall not want. Meaning my needs will be met by my shepherd. And in verse number 2. It says he maketh me. To lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. I want you to take note here that uh in verse number two the Bible is speaking about the pointing hand of God. He maketh me to lie down to greet in other words he shows me the way I should go. He leads me by the still waters. God's hand is pointing saying, go here, go there, come over here, follow me. It's the pointing hand of God. In verse number 3 it says, He restoreth my soul, he leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. God's hand for the believer is first a pointing hand. It's a hand that says, follow me. It's a hand that says, go right over here. It's a hand that's teaching us and showing us the way, which any good shepherd should do. In verse number four, the Bible says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, They comfort me. And God, uh, the psalmist is saying here that, look, sometimes God, or sometimes life, God allows life to lead us into some shadows, some valleys that are dangerous, some valleys that are fearful. And the psalmist is saying, look, even though I'm in the shadow of death, the valley of the shadow of death. In other words, I'm in a valley and there's a shadow of death and destruction lording over me. I will not fear. Why? Because God is with me. For thou art with me. The shepherd is with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. So God's hand is not just a pointing hand telling us where to go, telling us to come, telling us to follow. But God's hand is also a comforting hand, a steady hand, a hand that says, you can hold my hand. You know, every child, I think most children would have a fond memory of holding the hand of a father or a mother. Oftentimes, a, as a mother or father walks with their children, they reach down and they hold out their hand and their children will readily and quickly grab onto it because that hand represents comfort and strength. And God doesn't just tell us, go this way or come this way way but God says to us I'll be with you I'll go with you you can hold my hand and it brings comfort to us because sometimes the pointing hand of God leads us into the valley of the shadow of death it's not all green pastures it's not all still waters but sometimes It is the valley of the shadow of death. But God's pointing hand is also a protecting hand, a comforting hand. And I rejoice that God's hand doesn't just point the way, but God's hand says, I'll protect you. I'll be with you. In verse number 5, it says, Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. As God leads us, as God instructs us, as God commands us, as God tells us to go and come and follow, there will be valleys and there will also be enemies. And in this verse, he says that In the presence of mine enemies, God prepares a table before me. He takes care of me. He meets my need. So we see the pointing hand of God saying, this is the way. We see the protecting hand of God saying, I'm with you. You can hold my hand. And we see the providing hand of God in this that he says that he'll prepare and He'll meet our needs, and He'll anoint our heads with oil, even in the presence of our enemies. God's hand does not always lead us into the paths of no strangers, no problems, no enemies, all is well. Sometimes God's pointing hand and God's leading hand takes us into the presence of our enemies, but His providing hand and His protecting hand is with us. Praise God. What a blessing. And then it says, Surely goodness, verse number 6, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Again, God's providing hand will provide for me. I, the psalmist, can say, surely, for sure, I know, I have confidence that God's goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life because the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want because God is willing to lead the way and God is willing to protect and comfort and provide by His hand. But what I want you to take note of today, and what I want you to see from Psalm 23, and pay very special attention to is this this thought. We saw in these other verses the idea that the Lord's hand can be a hand of destruction. That God's hand is more than just a pointing hand. It's more than just a protecting hand. It's more than just a providing hand. But it also can be a punishing hand. The Bible says, For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth if i told you that or if i if you were to see me with my children and they were misbehaving and doing wicked things and i was unwilling to correct them would you say that i was a good father certainly not a good father is willing to correct his children he's willing at times to bring the hand of judgment upon his children. the Bible says, judgment begins at the house of God. God is not a neglectful father. He is a responsible father that will bring judgment to his children when they do wrong. And so what I want you to notice about Psalm 23 is that it is a very comforting psalm and it is a, a psalm that teaches us and reminds us that the hand of God points, and it protects, and it provides. But what I want to say to you is this. Psalm also teaches us that before the provision and the protection comes, the pointing comes. You see, God is not a God who says to us, do what you want to do, do everything your way, and I'll be there for you, and I'll protect you, and I'll provide. No, God's word says that he leads us by the still waters, that he leads us in the path of righteousness. And it is when we are willing to follow the pointing hand of God that we can reap the benefits from the protecting hand of God that brings comfort and the providing hand of God that meets our needs. But when we are unwilling to be led by God, we will not prosper in green pastures and we will not prosper by the still waters or we will not have his presence with us. You must first follow the pointing guiding hand In order to experience the protecting and providing hand, or you will face the punishing hand of God. So, my question to you who are listening to the program today are you following the pointing hand of God, or are you just wanting the blessings that come from His hand? Are you wanting His mercy and grace, but ignoring His principles? and His commands doesn't work that way. If you want God's prosperity, if you want God's provision, you want God's protection, and you want God to continue to lead you to the right place in life, then you must be willing to follow the pointing hand of God. He leads in the paths of righteousness. Oh God, show me what is right, and I will follow it. And if you'll do that, then all these other protections and provisions will come with it. Be careful because God's hand may be against you. I'm a child of God. I can't lose my salvation. I trusted Jesus Christ as my Savior. But I can lose God's favor and I can bring God's punishment into my life. And I don't want that to happen. If you have any questions... Please contact us on our social media platforms. If you are not 100% sure that if you died today, please connect with us. We want to help you to know what the Bible says about how when you die, you can be sure that heaven will be your home. Thank you for watching The Fundamental Hour. God bless.